Okay, cool. So I've got my notes in front of me. Um, I just wanted to talk about making money off of your music. You know, we all have that dream where we want to make money off of, off of our music and not have to have our 95, right? But uh, like, I, I just want to, I just wanted to clarify that some of the things that we look to are actually very, very long-term solutions. If you look at Sam, uh, if you look at the things that we try and do first as artists and producers, we want to register with Samuel, Risa. We want to do our publishing, distribution. We want to get all of that stuff done. But when we look at it in actual fact, it really does take a long time for it to happen. From the date that you register with Samuel, it can take you 18 months before you get your first royalty payment. I registered in 2008. I think my music started playing in 2013. I think I started getting paid in 2014. Still, it was a small amount. It must have been about a thousand rand. But then from there, every single six months, it grew and grew and grew and grew and grew. And now it's looking a bit more substantial. But it's taken that long for it to be that substantial so it's a long-term way same with uh distributing things on itunes right we've got distribution platforms uh aggregators like cd baby tunecore distro kit that will help you get your music onto platforms like itunes spotify deezer google play and what we think what i've seen people think is they're like damn if i can just get my music onto itunes if i can just get onto google play then it will just start selling that's not how it works. You actually need to have some sort of a, um, a a fan base. So there needs to be some sort of brand there. It's like it, honestly, it's like it's like taking it's like um, building a pick and pay in the desert. You have a great store, but it's in a really crappy place. No one's gonna come to you if no one really knows who you are, right? So what you wanna do is instead of spending time trying to find money, try and spend some time trying to build brand. Because if you can build brand then the money will find you. If you can build brand, it's essentially what you're doing is you're trying to build attention. When you build that attention, that's when the money starts to find you in different opportunities that I'll, that I'll speak about more now. Uh, having a YouTube channel, same story. Um, I know guys that are getting a thousand rand of YouTube for many, many thousands of plays. It's a little bit, but if they can keep, keep on building brand, they're going to build more attention and then eventually they're going to get more money. Those are the long-term ways that you can make money. So when you think about all those things, people keep on hopping on about, I want this royalty share, I want this portion, I want to get my music played on iTunes, whatever it is. That's not where you're going to be making your money. Your money is going to be made off of your short-term um, short work, i.e. your gigs, right? Remember, you're going to have to gig for free. This is a no-brainer. I've seen guys, there's two guys I'm monitoring right now, and they're gigging for free. One of them got a paying gig eventually, but it was because he did so many pay, uh, so many free gigs. He was being booked. Like when people say getting booked, I'm not t talking about getting booked at a, you know, getting a booked at a tavern one week and then another three months go by and you get booked again for another show. And then now there's a carol service. Now you do covers. Now you're doing carol covers. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about getting booked like three times a weekend. You need to get to a point where you're getting free gigs, free gigs, free gigs. And then eventually someone's going to be like, how much do you charge? then the light bulb goes off. Then from there, you can start charging. You set your price point and you go. Same with beat makers, same story. People are like, yeah, I wanna start selling my beats. Sure, I did um, free stuff. People that knew me back then know that I did a lot of free stuff. And then eventually what happened was, I was like, okay, cool. Let me keep on putting out free stuff. Someone came up to me, they're like, how much do you charge? And I was like, oh snap, someone's willing to buy. I think my first price point must've been 50 Rand. I was still at, at Varsity, it was very, very cheap. But then I built, and then I moved to 250, then 250 to 500, 500, 600, 600, 800, 800, 1,000, and slowly it's just been growing. So 
that free gigging stuff that's definitely gonna have to happen um uh going on to what um, producers can do they can dj as well it's another way of and again it might be free to begin with but you build up to that point no one ever gets into something and they're great it matter, doesn't matter how good you feel you are everybody has to do their time at the end of the day you're not special and unfortunately some people don't see that you're not you're not um you're not exempt from doing that you're gonna have to get through grade one two and three to be able to get to grade four unfortunately that's just how it is uh with producers there's some money that you can get we're a bit more fortunate in that we have a product that we can put forward right beats there's a service you can put forward in recording mixing and mastering right but the only thing and our artists will say yeah and i hate it when people say this but you're a producer you, you at least you you can give out a service or at least you you know that's the kind of stuff you can do my argument for artists is that your beginning is worse right in that you can't just sell your songs when no one wants to buy them but if you can do enough grunt work if you can do enough work in the trenches where you are digging you're you're bleeding from the knuckles and you're out there you're networking every single day and you don't complain because there's a lot of people out there complaining about their situation i no one's listening to me no one's buying my stuff no one's supporting me but if you can put in enough time and effort your payday at the end of it all through your gigs through your endorsements your sponsorships your through all of that stuff trumps any money that any music producer could ever make off of selling any service or selling any beat so your beginning is worse but your end story, when you get there, if you get there, is so much has so much more upside than just selling a beat or getting a few royalties. Again, this is another contentious issue because people always argue about who's getting, I'm getting 10%, you're getting 30, we're getting 50, why are we doing this? Forget about that. It's, it's money and it's important, but it's very small portions of it. You need to be focused more on um, well, what am I doing in terms of building my brand so I can get more attention, so I can build things up? And yeah, like I said, I really, I really don't like hearing that thing of one set of people have it easier than another set of people. At the end of the day, everybody has their upside, and if you are able to see it and stop complaining about your situation, then you can work towards something, regardless of what situation it is that you're in. I really don't care what type of situation it is that you're in, but there's always that opportunity to make cash. You can synthesize it. There's always a way. If you have, a, if you're good at, if you're good enough at your craft, there's always a way, right? Um, some midterm type ways that you can make money, like I mentioned, sponsorships, placements, endorsements, getting your stuff in a movie, getting your stuff on an advert, getting an endorsement deal with Adidas, or getting an endorsement deal. But remember, these things don't come out of nothing. So if you haven't put in the work and the groundwork, there's no use you asking, how do you get onto adverts or how do I get a sponsorship deal? What are you offering them? Hot songs? No, no one cares about that. Anyone can put together a great song, right? But how is your image? How is your presence on social media? Are you an influencer? When you say something on social media, are you that guy that gets two likes and a comment? Or are you that person where people are like, damn, we actually, we, we mess with what that person says. And it's very easy to see. And there's many apps out there. You can't fool these people because there's many apps out there for them to be able to see that you actually have the clout that you do. In fact, there's a, an app called Clout um, that, will, that gives you a social score. Um, so they use all these funny apps to figure out how much of a clout you have before they even consider you an influencer. 
Um, and yeah, like I said, if you can get the attention, then you're able to sell any, anything. If you have a little blue verifi verification tick, you have some social proof, you have some attention, you're able to move to the next level and start selling the next thing. You see, so try and work on building brand as opposed to just trying to make money out of your music. I know it's a, it's a very, it's a very, very small distinction, but you have to, you have to change the mindset. Otherwise, you're not going to be making anything. If all of this eludes you and you aren't able to do any of what I've just said now, you might be able to find a space in the music industry via setting up some some kind of a structure, like a blog and selling advertising space. Although that doesn't, it's not doing so well because everybody's rushing to do it now. Um, building a record label, which I, I, I mean, if you want to build that business, great, go for it. Um, if you want to go into being in that business, I'd say, maybe hang back and learn more before you jump into a record label kind of setup. I think today alone, three people have hit me up and asked me about record labels. And I think two people have asked me to sign them, um, which I obviously can't do because I don't have a record label. Um, you can become a manager of an artist or you can basically create more structure in the music industry. That's how you can make more cash. Essentially, that's what I've done. I've tried to create structure through teaching people and in that way, I'm attracting more attention towards myself, allowing me to put my product out there. And at the end of the day, even me speaking to you now is great because it's helping you, but at the end of the day, it helps me too because it raises my attention, therefore allowing me to get my work out to more people which then allows more people to come back and see what I'm doing. And then at the end of the day, people come forth and then they ask for my product. And then I'm able to, you know, make a business actually happen. So try and figure out where you sit in all of this and see whether, you know, you can try and map your way through it all and uh, develop some sort of an income stream, something that's going to be uh, substantial for you.